It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. All right. Well, welcome back to another edition of our Heart Driven Hustle podcast. I am grateful today. Um, As you know, I usually start off with a little chit chat with my guest before I hit play. So we get a bit of an energy and a flow going, and I'm really stoked. Uh, So before I get too far into who we're getting to chat with today, I want to say a big thank you to our host, the Divas That Care Network. They create a great platform for myself and a number of other hosts to come on, interview amazing people, and get both great concepts, ideas, um, thoughts, stories out into the world. And I think a lot of us have stories that we'd love to share, and there isn't always a place for us to do so. So thank you for the Divas That Care Network that make this possible. Twisted my arm to make sure that I was doing this, but thank you for that, Candice Gish. I appreciate you. Now, for those of you who are listening in, if you get value out of this, the best way for you to give us an online high five is to make sure you like, share, comment, subscribe. I know it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it matters. Um, And that's how you can let us content creators know that what we're doing is adding value to your life and we can continue to do more of that. So without any further ado, Danielle is my guest today. And I had the pleasure of working with her. Uh, We're doing some marketing with her for one of her newer adventures, which I'm super stoked about, um, which we'll talk about. It's all about women and well, anybody who follows along knows that I'm a pretty big champion for women causes and making sure that voices that maybe aren't heard are being heard. Now, Danielle, before I get too far into some of that stuff, I would love it if you could sort of share us your, you know, your bio or whatever you want our listeners to to know. And then I got, of course, a couple of questions I'm going to fire off at you. But uh, without any further ado, Danielle. Yeah, well, thank you for having me, Candice. It's awesome to chat with you today. Mm-hmm. Um, so my name is Danielle Kluster, and I actually manage three brands. I have a coaching and consulting practice called Danny Clu Consulting, where I help entrepreneurs who are in the startup phase or in a growth hump. And I also do strategy and planning with both businesses and not for profits. Um, and I've been running that for about eight years. Uh, and I'm also a recovering politician. And um, I wrote a viral blog post when I decided not to run for municipal council again, called Five Terrible Reasons to Run for Municipal Office. And the blog post went viral. It still gets reprinted across Canada today. So last year I decided it was time to turn it into a book and try to help people who are interested in running for politics to know what makes an effective politician and also to help voters make a better choice in their voting selections. Mm -hmm. So the book, Five Terrible Reasons to Run for Municipal Office is available on Amazon, or you can just smoke signal, carrier pigeon, reach out to me in some way and I'll get you a cop. Yeah, Uh, we will have all of her contact information down low. So you just scroll on down, you'll find that. Yeah, excellent. you got it. Thank you. Um, and so then the third brand is a startup that I am a business partner in, uh, that it's called Sharp Women and I'm in that partnership with Ranchelle Van Bryce and we're very privileged to have 
your team on uh, board with us uh, mm -hmm. doing some great work. So we're super excited about what we're building there. Mm -hmm. And the essence of Sharp Women is to help us live our lives on point. So what does it mean to Sharp Woman? How do we smash down perfectionism and comparison and judgment and shame and all of those things that prevent us uh, in every way from having healthy lives, from having successful relationships, from being wealthy, prosperous, having an abundant life. Uh, so we do a number of things. We have events. We have a magazine, Sharp Women, Women Magazine. Um, it's a digital magazine and we have um, training that we offer and master classes and that sort of thing. So we're building this really robust uh, business to serve women and help them live their lives on point. Those are the three things I do professionally. Um, and uh, I'm having a great time with it. I love that. Yeah, it was a, a real mm -hmm. honor when Ranchelle uh, introduced it. Actually, I think you beat her onto this podcast. I've talked to her about it, but she's been so crazy busy. So I get to interview <laughs> you first. Yay! Hooray, right? What do you know? That's awesome. <laughs> well, and I mean, it's exciting, uh, Danielle. Of course, you and I have had a couple of chances to chat, of course, as we've been getting, you know, the marketing and stuff and focusing on sharp women, which I'm pretty passionate about having been, an, uh, you know, an entrepreneur um, oh, for a long time um, and, and mm -hmm. been very blessed by great advice. Um, you know, I've met some great women who have come alongside, saved me a lot of hassle, mm -hmm. um, helping me as I rise. And I think collaboration is the name of the game. Absolutely. And I mean, that's certainly what's happening, you know, with your team and my team. It's a coming together mm -hmm. and a sharing of great ideas. Um, mm -hmm. But when you and I were chatting before we got started here, you had talked about uh, a defining moment and how your life has changed. And mm -hmm. I teared up when you did it because mm -hmm. 2020 for me has been... I didn't think that was going to happen. That happened. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of people are still, you know, reeling from what happened with COVID and what will continue to happen as we adjust to a new normal. I think normal is going to be a moving target for a while. Um, mm -hmm. And so, it, you know, change management has become uh, sort of the name mm -hmm. of the game. Um, yeah. But you had talked about living from a, a very special place. And mm -hmm. uh, I teared up because, uh, 2020 has really sort of, I mean, I was close, but mm -hmm. it sort of pushed me over the edge to, to, that I have to live from that space right. um, in order yeah. to continue to adjust. And so I'd love it if you could share yeah, that absolutely. with our listeners. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So my life, um, even though I was raised in a really good family and, you know, had opportunity and, um, you know, really middle class and all of that. Um, um, I my life was kind of defined by shame, and I think that it was a just that I'm a very empathetic feeling person, and um, so I took on a lot of shame. Very religious environment, and I was sexually assaulted when I was a teenager, and um, a pregnancy resulted, and mm -hmm. my life. Um, was marked from mm -hmm. that moment mm -hmm. um, and I struggled with guilt and shame and just overwhelming feelings of uh, either too much or not enough and sort of swung the pendulum between those two kind of stories that would play in my head and I was and so I, I ran headlong into perfectionism 
and needing my life to be perfect in all ways mm -hmm. so that first of all, I could keep myself safe by being perfect. Um, but that also so that I could be acceptable and, um, and loved. And, um, so at the end of my first marriage, I ended up coming to Red Deer to the women's shelter uh, with nothing. And um, so starting from nothing, I managed to do two overnight shifts at Tim Hortons before, you know, they all agreed that this wasn't going to work. You can't sleep at work. And that was, that was bad. Um, so... Um, I, so I ended up, yeah, so I ended up, um, just sort of working my way up, but honestly, the last 22 years really have been, um, a journey for me, uh, uh, and the defining moment was when I realized that the stories that I was telling myself were limiting me and punishing me. And that they were only being true in my life because I was deciding that they were true. And, um, and whoever your higher power is, what, however you describe that, for me, I, I say God. And I really felt like God was saying to me, I don't think that way about you. I don't see you that way make you that way but when you decide that your truth is higher than my truth and your word is above my word then you get to create that reality and the reality that I know to be true isn't going to exist and so I started doing the hardest work I've ever done in my life and that was to change the way I think and changing the way I think means that even though it looks true, sounds true, smells true, feels true, proves true in my life, if it doesn't serve me and move me forward, if it limits me and punishes me, I, I might deserve to think that, but I can't afford it. Uh, and so I started to do the hard work of retraining my, catching myself thinking these shame thoughts, self-recrimination and condemnation and comparison and competition and all of those things and started retraining to myself to think, what does God say about me and who I am and how do I learn who I am? Mm -hmm. So a journey of self-discovery, a journey of trust and surrender and retrain and honestly of everything i've done everything i've been through that was the hardest thing i've ever done the discipline the mental toughness involved in uh choosing to believe something that doesn't feel true uh but serves you uh is really hard work it is and yeah i just was thinking about that that um you know it's only true um, you know, it's like when you see a yellow car, then all you see is yellow cars, right? They were, they were there before, mm -hmm. but you just weren't paying attention right. to it. And so there's an element of, you know, that which is true for me is only true for me because you keep on thinking it. And so it becomes true, right? It's that self-fulfilling prophe uh, prophecy. Absolutely. And, and how powerful mm -hmm. is that? Um, I had mm -hmm. a, 
you know, a similar sort of an experience years ago when someone said, you know, you're really negative. It's like, what? And the last time like smiley, right? I can't be anything <laughs> but happy all the time, right? <laughs> yeah. Set me up for success, right? Uh, you have a great smile. I know. Um, you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> but I started to catch myself and the number of times that there was a negative and it was so subtle. It was in that realm of you don't know what you don't know. It's right, right. outside of your, out of, of that zone. Uh, right. It's like, you don't say, don't forget. You say, remember, mm -hmm. it's the same, it's the same yeah. thing, but the intention and the power behind it is like, right. Light years different. Yeah. So what a, what a powerful place for you to come from. Yeah, absolutely. But I can't, but you know what? It transformed my life mm -hmm. and I started to recognize that, um, because I'm a feeling empathetic person that mm -hmm. I would pick up things that don't even belong to me. Mm -hmm. So if I walked into a room and there was an angry feeling or people were tense or there was mm -hmm. just depression in the room, mm -hmm. I, I, I didn't recognize that that wasn't my feeling. And I would take that feeling, oh, I feel so, ugh. And so uh, what I would either do was accept it and feel those things or I would think, oh, geez, this is ugly. Ugh, I got to get out of here. Right. And when I started to do the work of knowing who I am and showing up, accepting and loving who I am and showing up as that, mm -hmm. I, I, the atmosphere doesn't set me. I set the atmosphere. I walk into the room and I say, I'm bringing wisdom and joy into this place because mm. that's who I am and that's what I walk in. So that's what walks into the room with me. And when you come into a space with that level of command of this is who I am, of course I am respected. I'm a respectable person. Mm. Of course I am confident. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person in whom you can have confidence. Mm -hmm. Of course, you feel that level of, of, oh, you know, the atmosphere just changed. Yes, because I brought that in. Yep. I walk in that level of attention and, and intention. And mm -hmm. that way, yeah, we can have COVID. Yeah, we can have economic crash. Yeah, we can have significant changes in our life circumstances. But I don't change. I show up like, meanwhile, back at the ranch, things are kind of going sideways, right? You know, like the, you know, yeah. like those, uh, um, ancient gladiator or war movies where yeah. like there's a army battling on the battlefield and then in strides the captain and he's just walking <laughs> through the field, you know, and you're thinking yeah. like, how is he not getting hit right now? Or, like he's impervious to it mm -hmm. yes pretty much okay. yes pretty much it's not that bad things aren't going to happen to me it's not that i'm going to never feel those things and have to make adjustments and whatever but it's never going to make me question who i am mm -hmm. and how i'm going to show up mm -hmm. and if i am going to live the life that i am here to live and have the things that i desire to have abundance and prosperity and love and generosity and gratitude and clarity and peace, um, then that's how I have to show up. And that's who I am. And that's what I have to walk in every day. Uh, and, and, you know, I see 
like as women have risen in the marketplace and we were in this post world war ii era where you just take a terrible job and you stay there for 40 years and then you retire and but while you're working it's all very competitive and cutthroat and so we were socialized that that's the right way to do things so if women are going to enter the marketplace again the atmosphere has to impact them they've got to show up and be competitive and mm -hmm. small and mm -hmm. and work at a terrible job that they hate and do they they've got to assimilate into that environment mm -hmm. oh hell no no women don't have to nobody has to do that but but my heart for women is to say you show up with your feminine power and energy know who you are love who you are walk in who you are and you don't need to compete you don't need to compare you don't need to step on anybody you just show up as your sharpest version of yourself and live your life on point and i guarantee that instead of the atmosphere changing you you're going to change the atmosphere and you're going to and you're going to live the life you've always wanted to live well i think it's really interesting that you bring this up um danielle because i'm i'm it, it makes it easy for me to uh, realize why uh, we are working together in collaboration mm -hmm. the way we are um because you don't attract what you want you attract who you are and I yeah. always, when I tell people that, they go, what? And I say, yeah, because I mean, I've got, you know, friends and they're dating and they're like, I keep attracting this person. I'm like, you don't attract what you want. You attract who you are, <laughs> right? I get these clients and they're always, I'm like, don't attract what you want, right? And I think that's really <laughs> interesting because uh, most recently I've been shifting into uh, my feminine. And, you know, in, in my business, I tend to be more of the outward facing, right? And so drawing that in. But as a company, we sat down and, and wrote out, um, cause I, I have values that run my life. Right. And so then I make decisions based on whether mm -hmm. or not it fits with my values. We've done the same thing right. with our business. Mm -hmm. Right. And I went to each of the team members and I said, yeah. give me three values of what the company is for you. So whether that's something you're bringing to the company, cause you're part of the company, right. That sort of thing. Yeah. And then it was interesting when we started to put them all together, the overlap that was coming through. And I said, well, of course mm -hmm. there's overlap, mm -hmm. right? We've, we've, yeah. we've all been looking for the same thing. And so as I'm that's listening right. to you share, I'm like, well, of course you'd be all about feminine empowerment and holding the space and changing this. Cause that's me. So I'm like, well, duh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny how that works? Yeah. Right. And we had no idea yet. You know, I don't know about you, but both times we got off the phone when we had some intense conversations about next steps and strategies without feeling like, yeah, I love this client. Right. Um, so this is, this is a fun place to be. So this is usually the part of the podcast where I say to my guests, um, you know, if there's some message that you'd love to share with the listeners, mm -hmm. um, this mm -hmm. would be a great opportunity to do it. And so I do mm -hmm. want to open it up, um, mm -hmm. you know, for you to say that uh, to right. whoever's listening in. Um, mm -hmm. What do you want to share? So um, one, of the, one of the things that Ranchelle has really inspired in me is, um, is, is to think about a couple of different questions uh, so rather than thinking about yeah but how am I going to do it yeah but you don't know like it's easy for you to say all that stuff Danielle and it sounds really lovely and it's all nice and soft and fuzzy and what and and, and whatever 
but you don't know what's going on in my life. Like mm -hmm. you don't know. And these obstacles and you don't know. Mm -hmm. And people will often choose to ask, yeah, but how would I do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but how would that work? And they go straight to how. And I just want to encourage people to sit for a bit in, but what is possible? But what is possible? Just sit with that. What is possible? It's possible that I could love myself enough to treat myself well. It's possible enough that I could love myself enough to have healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. It's possible that I, that everything that's happened to me in my life is a giant tapestry that's going to weave together into a beautiful piece of art that I can't see right now, uh, but that I like all kinds of things are possible. So, and, and when I say to ask what is possible, I'm not saying to ask, yeah, what other, you know, brick is going to land on me or, right. you know, like it's possible I get hit by a meteor too. Right. <laughs> but, yes. but in terms of, of opportunity, and a different way of thinking about things, what is possible. And um, I, I, I don't know anybody for whom it's not possible for them to live their best life. Mm -hmm. uh, Especially if they- you if, get to decide that. Yeah, you do, you get to choose. Um, mm -hmm. and, th and that is a choice. Uh, I like that you said, you know, what is possible? Uh, because someone says, well, you're an optimist. I said, no, I dwell in possibility. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I dwell in what is possible. What if? What, right. what if? Mm -hmm. um, and now if you're, if you're my marketing team, uh, then that means I usually go, I have an idea. And they're like, oh boy. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. I'm always afraid when <laughs> Ranchelle says that. I'm like, oh God. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Um, but at the same time, um, it's only impossible until someone gets it done. And then it is possible. And so I like dwelling in possibility because the four minute mile was impossible. Yeah. Yes. Until someone did it. Until somebody did it. And then everybody did it. Yep. Now the four minute mile is nothing. It's nothing. Everybody runs the four minute. Well, not, a, not me personally, but yeah. yeah. People who run. <laughs> no, um, <but laughs> I think too, uh, cause of course, you know, I've got, you know, a five-year-old and sometimes that kid will, I'll, I'll careful. Uh, and, um, you know, gentle are my two favorite words these days, careful, gentle. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, she will go to pick up something that I think is way too heavy for her, right? Jump off something that is like in reference to me, there's no way I do it right in terms of that. Right. And she just does it. And I think how much of that is because nobody's told her that it would be impossible right. to do so. In fact, sure. it comes up for me a lot and mm -hmm. something that often plays in my mind uh danielle is that so my grandmother um had some like most you know older or a lot of older people right there their memories go at the end for yeah. one reason or another mm -hmm. and at the end of her life she did a lot of painting mm. but she never did any painting throughout her like her life before that and i remember coming into her mm -hmm. room Interesting. 
right? And I said to her, I said, Grandma, did you do these? And she, her attitude was like, well, of course I did them. And I remember thinking, mm -hmm. I wonder what I would attempt if I didn't have a mindset that said right. I couldn't, mm -hmm. right? And I have never forgotten that when I'm looking at something and thinking, oh, wow, I'm overwhelmed by this, or how am I going to get this yeah. done, right? Go to the how. Right. I think, right, okay, but if, mm -hmm. I, if I believed I could, what supports mm -hmm. do I need to find? What phone right. calls do I need to make? In fact, the podcast we did right before this one was all about reaching out for support. That there's, it's tons out mm. there and everybody's having mm -hmm. a very different COVID experience. <laughs> mm. And that if you're not having a good one, figure out how you can change that. And if you're having a good right. one, how can you share that? Um, mm -hmm. but what, a, what a powerful message for you to, to share yeah. today, Danielle. Absolutely. Yeah. That, and, and that's really interesting. That whole thing of what if it's not the external circumstances that are limiting me? What if it's my mindset? What if the way that I'm approaching it? Yeah. hundred percent. You know, I used to always think, Oh, I can't keep up. Oh, I don't have enough time. Oh, I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. And, I, and as long as I was telling myself that, that it was completely true. So when I learned to change it to, I have all the time I need mm -hmm. to do everything I need to do. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm, I'm not overwhelmed. I'm managing all of this really well. Yeah. And just changing that, like you just feel the change in energy. The other, the other question that I was referring to that I ask myself on the daily so I have a daily intention statement um, that I say I have it on my makeup mirror so that I can meditate on it while I'm getting ready in the morning. And it's a statement about who I am. Mm. Um, so the three, the three uh, uh, tenets of who I am is basically leadership. And I had to, and it was quite a journey to come to accept that I'm a leader and that no matter what happens, I'm going to be a leader. I can either fight against it or I can accept it and walk mm -hmm, in it. Mm -hmm. um, and then wisdom and joy. And those are the three markers of my life. So my intention statement is today I will positively influence, impact, and inspire those around me, bringing wisdom and joy to the day. And uh, when I say those things, those that sentence in the morning and I and I reflect on it and I think about it throughout the day as I am facing situations or having conversations I'm able to ask myself what does leadership look like in this moment mm -hmm. what does wisdom look like in this moment what does joy look like in this moment mm -hmm. and that enables me to live out of my higher self out of my largeness instead of out of smallness right mm -hmm. so it, sometimes leadership is is really hard uh, especially if yeah. you want to be reactionary and somebody's hurting yeah. your feelings what does leadership what does wisdom what does joy look like mm -hmm. in this moment uh, and so if people can ask themselves what is possible and if they can and if they can develop their intention statement their personal mm -hmm. vision statement based mm -hmm. on who they are then they can check in with who they are throughout the day and say, what does blank look like in this moment? And then you uh, are able to operate out of who you are. You got a dog barking. This is obviously a good one because when the distractions come in, it's always really, really good. Hang on one sec. Hang on. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, you know what? These these are in real time, and I promise people I'm not going to edit them. But thank goodness for the pause button, so that we can um, <laughs> go and deal with life. Um, powerful stuff, though, Danielle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, it is very powerful. Yeah. And when you step into it, you step into your power. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I want for women. That is my heart for women is to step into their power and to unabashedly, mm. unapologetically live out of the power of their true selves. Oh, I'm going to cry again. I've been like tearing up all the way through this. This is so powerful. <laughs> I think too, it's not, it's not just what you're saying or how you're saying it, though you're saying both of them, you know, really eloquently. It's also the energy with which I'm, I'm sensing from you as you're saying it. There's a truth about it. I had a conversation with a friend today um, about some tough conversations and I just said no if, if I'm if I'm asked I'm going to tell the truth about this particular issue not that I would lie necessarily mm-hmm. but sometimes I think we withhold truth because we don't want to hurt the person that we're speaking with and yeah um you know I live from a space of integrity which means I'm going to tell the truth right that's mm-hmm. just for, for me mm-hmm. and I've found that in adopting even that um you know all or nothing sort of attitude yeah. um, has really had an impact uh, on my business, on my relationships, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm, I'm a recovering people pleaser, right? You're a recovering politician. I'm a recovering people pleaser, um, which mm-hmm. means it was used, I was used to minimizing myself, right? I was right. used to mm-hmm. uh, making sure I didn't disrupt somebody else's process. I was used right. to doing all those things, which is not, was not my truth. Right? There was no lie, but, but it was also living in my truth. Yeah. It's true, but you're also taking responsibility for other people's yes. feelings yes. and taking ownership of other people's feelings. So taking their feelings as yours mm-hmm. or or acting like somehow you're so powerful that you somehow are now in charge of how they feel. And you know what? That is not trusting people. Uh, I, if I don't trust you mm-hmm. to just own your own feelings, mm-hmm. pro, uh, like, okay, if Candace and I have to have a hard conversation, I've got to be truthful. I've got to be kind. I've got to walk in mm-hmm. everything that I have to walk in. Mm-hmm. Candace is going to have to ha- be in charge of her feelings. <laughs> yeah. And I trust Candace. I trust Candace to process through it and come to a good place, but whether she does or doesn't, I'm not in charge of that. Yeah. That's hers to do. That's her work to do. Mm-hmm. And either she's going to do it or she's not going to do it, mm-hmm. but I'm not in charge of that. And as, as mothers and, and significant others and nurturing women, we often blur those lines of doing for mm-hmm. and and that means taking responsibility for the feelings and emotions of others and and the message received is okay i don't have to do my own work because she's doing it for me i don't ever have to be accountable because mm-hmm. she's going to make it okay mm-hmm. um and uh and and also she kind of thinks that maybe I'm, I'm a little inept or daft or something because clearly I don't have the right stuff to, to, to do this myself. So she's yeah. got to do it for me. 
You know, it's disempowering to mm -hmm. others if we don't let them own their stuff. Uh, it's not a gift. It's not a gift to others for us to, to walk in that kind of enabling and, and uh, hobbling, crippling way towards others. Yeah. And when we're making the story be about, yeah, but, uh, but I'm not that kind of person and I'm, 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 I'm a caring, nurturing person and I love helping others and whatnot. Um, it, it, you're, you're making the story all about you and the story like where's the story for that person and what they get to be and what they get to own you know so it's tough stuff to walk through there's no yeah. question like it all sounds lovely until you've got to actually do it yep. and it it is tough but any athlete will tell you that the game is 90 percent mental it's not the strong back the strong legs the strong skill yeah they got to have all that but the game is 90 percent mental and that's exactly how we got to get the job done as women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, you know, there's, it's almost an uh, uphill battle because we do feel like we have to manage so many of those different, you know, right. pieces and, and well, we've been raised right to, to think that way too. So yeah. we're coming up on culture too. And sometimes mm -hmm. um, I've been having some epic conversations, right? COVID, one of the beautiful things about it is it's given me time. I always had time. I've been an entrepreneur forever. I could have created time whenever. Yeah. So I'm grateful for the awareness that I've always had the time so I can take the time to connect yeah. with people. And we've been talking about some of these big things like, um, you know, why and what are you taking with you and what have you let go of and what mm -hmm. have you learned a new skill, right? I mean, there's been some great yeah. memes about that, but there were some skills I have picked up in COVID that I'm like, that was good, right? I, I probably wouldn't have done that. Or <laughs> I've now, you yeah. know, I'm now doing this because, well, I'm not doing that anymore. And so right. I, think, I think too, that with every, every challenge, there is that opportunity and um, Absolutely. What opportunity. Very true. And, and, and if you uh, have asked yourself what is possible, suddenly mm -hmm. those opportunities show up mm -hmm. and maybe you didn't notice them before. Yeah because you were down in tactics, but when you raise yourself up to that strategic level of what is possible, um, you start to notice the opportunities that are in front of you. And then the only question is, not only can I, but should I? And will I, yeah. And will I? Will mm -hmm. I? What an amazing thing. Well, Danielle, you and I could sit and chat uh, for we forever, could. clearly. Mm -hmm. So uh, as, as always, uh, we'll have to schedule an encore performance. Um, Love that. Yeah, I would as well. I know we've got some big things coming up and so we're always going to have lots mm -hmm. to talk about, but mm -hmm. I just want to say a big huge thank you for coming on and, and sharing um, from this place of vulnerability uh, and, and creating a safe space for, um, you know, someone who's listening to say, okay, that could be me. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, for me, uh, I, I say it like every time I do one of these, I'm like, I started these to do a platform so that people could share. And mm -hmm. the one I think who's getting the most out of them, this girl. <laughs> so I'm incredibly grateful uh, that yeah. we could spend some time together in this way. And uh, for any of our listeners, if you want to get in touch with Danielle, um, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, do it. Uh, all of her mm -hmm. information is going to be down below. So just scroll on down, um, connect with her. Um, if you want to be featured um, in the upcoming magazine, we've got some spots mm -hmm. there too. I mean, we're doing some really Absolutely. exciting things with Sharp Women. Uh, when we're allowed to do events, those will be happening too. Yes. Um, so yes, right. And if you're somebody who'd like to learn how to start dwelling in possibility, a great way to do that is get around those of us that already are, 
right? That's because true. you are the sum of the people you spend time with. And if mm -hmm. all you can do is just listen to us or get around our podcast or what we're doing, that will begin to have an impact on, yeah. on the way your life looks. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, thank, thank you, you Danielle. Yeah. Ah, absolutely. This was fun. I was like, oh, I yeah. just need a cup of coffee and I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> I got to say another thank you to our, our host platform that uh, makes this possible. And um, there are lots of other uh, great podcasters who are hosted there. So go take a listen, share, like, comment, subscribe. It, it does mean the world to us. And uh, we appreciate it. Again, thank you, Danielle, for being my guest today. And uh, to the yeah. rest of you, we will catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much, everybody. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.